and this is another attempt at the 25th episode of the Overclock Podcast. If you didn't know, dear listener, I am sitting in my office at home, working on things, and Gavin is at work, and we tried doing this like in first world ways, and it didn't quite work out. How are you doing today, Gavin? I'm okay, thank you. I'd rather be sitting at home like you, but hey, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, you have to serve the man, bro. You have to serve the man. Someone has to do it, and it's you. with the quad deck and everything and no one cares and, and yeah, then yeah. there's like amazing microphones and like the boombox speaker is is actually quite the phenomenal thing I, I did a little instagram story yesterday of just doing it on a hard drive enclosure actually and you could hear the the the, the bass and like all the music like, like instruments and stuff yeah it was, it was quite cool it's just a little bit too subtle and they don't shout loud enough for us. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, um, you know, I'm trying to think of the equivalent in the car world. You know, there's you know, the cars out there that do everything that the Mercedes and the BMW does, but, you know, they just don't make a big noise about it, you know. Um, 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 I, I really like the LG mid-range options. I do find they really do outlast everything else in the range, and that's like my real-world pests over decades, you know. Um, okay. And, and like you say, the, the high-end stuff, it does everything all the others do. 
it doesn't make a big fuss on it, but it just kind of quietly gets on with the job. And I think he complies with all the rules. It is unfortunate that the, the one clear differentiator has been on music and sound and production, which matters not at all as soon as you move to Bluetooth headphones because none of those technologies come into play. Yeah. So the music's getting decoded on the headphones, not on the phone. So it's unfortunate that the one very clear differentiator but then then even even before you get to Bluetooth, like what 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 are people listening to nowadays? They're all listening to highly compromised streaming audio. <laughs> already, already, yeah. Yeah. So I I mean I, I set all my stuff to download if I cache it on my phone to download to offline use, I set it to highest quality on Wi-Fi and I do all that stuff. But still I don't think I'm getting like proper high-res audio that's really taking advantage. And I, I don't no, have I mean, a four five thousand rand pair of headphones to really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I mean as soon as you I don't know, I don't know if Spotify packs and stuff down on AP3, but as soon as you need the AP3, they'll sign quantity for really heavily compromised. So, I don't know. So, I mean, I really do hope, I, I know they've got a big marketing campaign in the pipeline to, to try and take some interest, try and give themselves the sort of identity that they lack, kind of thing that Huawei and Samsung have done particularly well. Yeah. I, I really think it's important for us to have as many strong players in the market as possible. Yeah, so things that stand out for me, um, I have the G7, I love the Vita, played with it for a very, very long time. Um, they fixed their screen issues, like this is a very high quality OLED, it's still not as good as what you get yeah. from Samsung, but but they, they fixed it. Their, their color calibration, like come on, it's 2019, you should be doing that in the factory. There should be an sRGB setting um, that's like just neutral. Um, and they, they're not delivering, you have to play around with the settings quite a bit to, to get the screen, at least I had to, to get the screen to what I like. Um, yeah. And then the camera, I had the kids out at the beach yesterday, um, we're recording this on Friday the 6th of February. Um, right. Thursday the 7th of February was also the launch date for the V14 in our market. Um, at the yeah. very, very reasonable price of 12,500 rand. Anyway, um, it was a 38 degree day, had the kids out on the beach, snapping away some pictures, and I was like, you know what, this is a slam dunk. It's like 4, 5 p.m., um, the light is nice and soft, it's beautiful, everyone's on the beach, we're getting good contrast, slam dunk. I get home, and I probably had two pictures I could maybe post on Instagram directly. <laughs> 
that's not great. No, it's not okay. great. But yeah, L- LP's always been like, like they've improved the, 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 the reach parity now with their competition in terms of sensor size and pixel size. So they're getting like the whole quality is there. But their processing has always been like very old school. So they make their JPEGs in a very, very old school bracket and way. Um, HDRs yeah, or So it, it, it's better for you to edit afterwards. But if you're looking for yeah. like that amazing shot straight out of camera directly to Instagram, uh, you're not going to get it with an LP. Yeah, I'm concerned that that speaks directly to pockets that you have for RD. Yeah. And we now know that the picture quality has come down to more software that are basically have a little differentiated between hardware and software has come down to software processing. Yeah, but it's interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting uh, dilemma for them because, like, I prefer a camera that's going to meter correctly for where I'm trying to focus. So I like mm. contrasty pictures. I I like um, not as saturated colors. I I like preserving shadows because, like, that's what I actually want to achieve in the picture. I like shooting silhouettes, and with this current trend of AI processing, it takes away all of that. Like everything looks like it's been staged on you. Okay, that's not great. I mean, I mean, I hate to admit it, but maybe that's what makes me an LG fanboy, is that the camera is never been the big driver for me in a phone. For me, longevity and robustness has been the key driver, not the camera, whereas I know for you, the camera is far the key driver. So, yeah, and battery know, life. And the battery life with this has been a bit. I don't know what your experience has been. Mine has been a bit wishy washy. First day was great, and yesterday, because of the heat, obviously it was a big pull. But today, I didn't really drive it hard, and wow, it's been like maybe four hours of screen runtime. Oh, okay, that's not good. Okay, oh, my computer is getting complicated. But you know, it's hard to assess. You, you can't, you can't make a call out about like that because there's so many different things going on. We don't know what apps you're yeah. running. We don't know how your screen brightness was. We don't know what you were shooting, where, when, how, what you were playing, what volume. You know, it's so hard to kind of judge empirically the battery life stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But moving on, we spent a lot of time yes. on that. Um, <laughs> in, in, in this wonderful world of phones that are constantly trying to interrupt us, how do our listeners better control and manage their notifications? Ah, okay. Now, I mean, I like to just turn all my notifications off as a default and then turn them on selectively. Okay. Like, you know, what, what uh, unfortunately, because, you know, I've kind of got a complex family logistical stuff with children and wife and whatever, you know, you can't, like, afford to ignore your WhatsApps. Um, but uh, what I find, and I think I'm speaking at the correction here, I'm finding this on the Samsung Note 9 that I'm using and an LG that I used before this, is that all the notifications are turned on by people. Yes. And it isn't a single kill switch for a whole lot of them. You actually have to try and turn each one off uh, by yourself. Yeah. How much of it's okay to do the finish for you switches? So I don't know if I speak on the collection, but I think that's what I experienced on my last phone. Yeah. Which means it might be an Android 9 thing. Yeah, like the, the, the Chinese vendors were always very aggressive in telling you exactly what's going on in the background and then just killing it like indiscriminately, but for 
serving you persistent notifications. And I think Google has adopted a lot of that into um, from Android Oreo, so Android 8, um, and then into 9 as well. They doubled down on it. Where, especially with apps like Fitbit, where it's a constantly connected app and it's using battery in the background, and I know this, like this is a trade-off that I make. And the phone right. still finds that it needs to keep telling me, like, hey, Fitbit's running in the background and using battery, bro. And then, like, you go, <laughs> you can't turn that thing off unless you turn all of those notifications off, which is then a problem when you do have a rogue app, and then you never, like, swap. Okay, my, because I hear you, my, I mean, related to that, my pick, I do pick hate, and I think, again, it's not from all phones, I think I've only experienced this on some phones, when a WhatsApp comes in, or an SMS comes in, or an email, or any notification, a little mini shade drops down, it's like a half an inch, mm-hmm. drops down from the top of the phone, but it always obscures something you're trying to read, or to do, and it always hangs around just half a second longer than you want to do, you know? is like those little bubbles um, that appear on the icons on, on the screen. Um, right. so, so you can limit all the notifications coming down your, your, your notification shade. Um, so turning okay. them off by default. But then having those little bubbles or those little counters is also a great way just to, to bring some, some order into your life. So then um, from Android Oreo and Android 9, you can like long press the icon and it will give a little window little text bubble effectively where you can see what the notification was and then interact with it through there so like it's getting a bit granular like going app for app but at least on your home screen and you know apps that are on your home screen are apps that you care about most so yeah using those those badges are a great way to manage it okay so what you're saying is you do find that the little It's especially and, helpful and for apps like Facebook. Okay. Where I just turn off the notification going through the notification shade and I only interact with notifications through through those long holes that they have. Okay, okay. So is, is this Android 9 Um it came in with Android 8 already. Oh I see. Okay, I, I don't know if it's bubble yet, but the app thing. 
Cheers. 